So, Glyn. Hello. Hello. Here we are with our first More Than Mostly Comedy podcast in five years. I know. I can't believe it's been five years. We haven't spoken for that entire time. We haven't. No, this is the first time we've spoken since then, isn't it? 2015, wasn't it? But the weird thing was, we've been in the same room for those five years. We just haven't spoken. No, there's no need really, is there? No, we thought we'd wait five years. Mm. We kept an eye on the time, didn't we? Yeah. And then now we just started talking again. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So here we are for episode... A number one of the new series, the season, season, I should say, because we're American, not American, but I'm not saying that's what they say in America, isn't it? Season that's not five. Americanize. We don't that's need not. to Americanize. Glenn. That's not necessary. <laughs> I, I did wonder why you're wearing the cowboy hat and, and well, this is know, it. Stetson. And, but there we go. When we mentioned it being seasons, I thought I better Americanize myself, Americanize yeah. myself. Yeah. You know, I think that's a word. Yeah. And, but yeah, no more. I mean, more importantly, it's the first uh, one of our live podcasts in the sense that the interviews were recorded live on stage, weren't they? That's right. Yeah, that's it's such a it quite, it's a really nice change and something we kind of talked about a while ago and something we kept talking about. And um, but yeah. not in the five years that we haven't been talking. But, but not no. This is up to when we stopped talking five years ago. Yeah, yeah we were really yeah. keen, and then we just stopped, and then suddenly we decided uh, we'd do the recording on stage in front of an audience. And the weird thing about this five years as well is we we maintained eye contact for the whole time, which was we have quite sexy. Yeah, sometimes really? you have to do it through like WhatsApp and video and stuff like that because we're not in the same room. But, but yeah, first live interview. It was, and we've only done one, sadly, so far. Yeah. Um, because the world conspired to stop us doing live shows. We've had the whole coronavirus thing going yeah. on. Yeah, it's almost like they kind of preempt. They sort of thought, that, no, no, that's not going to work. Let's, uh, let's stop yeah. this. Stop no. this. So it'll be another five yeah. years and then we'll start yeah. again, which is yeah. fine. But it was still a very good one, it wasn't was. it? It um, was. With um, Kate Robbins and Norman Lovett. Very exciting. It was. Um, and I guess, really, we should just sort of get on and hear it, I shall we? I think so, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'd like to say, uh, to start with, um, that uh, it, I, I do find myself funny at the very beginning of this, how enthusiastic I was. Uh, <laughs> you sound like you're introducing a wrestler. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, it's a, It is. In the record. Yeah, corner. it is. Um, it's very enthusiastic. Good. But I think there was sort of enthusiasm stroke nerves at the first time we'd ever done it before. And, and, and having to read, there was a lot going on during this podcast. I remember there was a lot of reading yeah. um, audiences... Uh, questions on phones, uh, reading yeah. things that we'd written down, notes we'd written down, and trying to listen at the same time. So there was a lot, lot going on. But um, yeah, no, it's, it was really exciting. So shall we just hand over to ourselves back on the twentieth of February and let and let them, them us carry on from? Yeah, this let's point? do that. So listen in and listen out for the rest of the voice. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the More Than Mostly Comedy podcast. This is the third time our first guest has appeared on our podcast. He's the star of Red Dwarf. Please give it up for the brilliant Norman Lovitz. Uh-huh. Here he comes. Welcome, Norman. Welcome, 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 welcome. Where do you want me to sit? Um, you get anyway, the comfy chair. You get the comfy chair because you're first out, which is... So, and that is the sum total of what we prepared. We haven't planned so anything else. That's, that's good. It. Did Hitchin come... Is there another... Did, was there a G on the end? No, no, any point. Unless no, it fell off. Wondered, no. I, I think it's an apostrophe at the end. I'm, I'm not chin. sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I always thought it's weird because it's hit chin. Hit chin. It's literally chin. hit chin. And no one Although seems to... a lot of people, like our own Bim Afalami, didn't he put hit chin? Oh, the yeah. RMP. If any, actually, if anyone voted Tory here, could you leave now? <laughs> I mean, it was a mistake. Let's not talk, we won't talk about that. Um, no, you started stand-up quite late, didn't you, I believe? 32 I was when I started officially, that sort of paying tax and stuff, and uh-huh. earning enough to pay tax. <laughs> but, yeah, 32, so, you know, all that time. Yeah, it, you, it was late. What yeah. were you doing before that? I had lots of different jobs. Oh, really? Mm. 
Go through them all. <laughs> the, the, I was, uh, as I said, I left school. I stayed till the fourth year. I took O levels and, and stuff and got one. A, a technical drawing. <laughs> technical drawing. And I had, that was a retake <laughs> at Christmas. And he helped me with it because it was just me and the teacher. And uh, he saw me looking a bit stumped, you know. And uh, he, he gave me, helped me do it. He went, when you do that. So he, you know, he's dead now. So, <laughs> and I can safely say that that O level hasn't helped me in any no. shape or form. It's just all irrelevant, isn't it? Really? Yeah. You do all those yeah. things, and then it? I was getting my hair cut, and I didn't know what to do. And he said, uh, the hairdresser said, "Do panel beating and spraying. Good money. That's a good." And my hairdresser got me started in my first job trade, and I did. That's what I did. I worked at a coach works right. for two years, yeah. and then I worked for myself. I got a workshop and did. I was self-employed two years later, doing cars and spraying and all that stuff. For well, a so while. you do sort of like repairs and stuff? Yeah, right? repairs, body work, and then I right. started to, you know, sell one or two cars, do them up and stuff. Yeah. But I wasn't right, uh, you know, I wasn't good at selling. I wasn't really a good <laughs> businessman. I'm glad I wasn't, because look at Donald Trump. Look, look yeah. what a wanker who wants to be is, like that, you know. Yeah. He's not a good businessman. He is. No, he's not a good businessman. Yeah, no. But, I mean, businessmen, you know what they lie. I mean, they're just, it's all business and yeah. money all, all the time. And they're, they're, you know, they're fueled by it. They're almost, it's almost a, a cocaine to them, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, that, that was what then made you stop doing that, was that? Because you yeah, I uh, stopped doing it. I did it for quite a few years, and then I got a job filling up coffee machines for a year. Driving, I, I gold blend. Do you, do you know gold blend? Do you know the instant coffee guy? Yeah. yeah, that was good. It's still good now, isn't it, really? It's, it's a coffee. You can still drink it, can't you? I mean, I know we're spoilt now with proper Italian coffees and everything, Nero, and I'm half Italian, so, you know... I know my friend Stephen is in tonight, he's booking your taxi. He prefers, like, gold blend and stuff to proper coffee. I think that's a bit controversial, Steve, but there we go. But well, yeah, it's, um, he's not the driver, though, is he? He's he's not, no, he's not the driver, right. Cool, thank goodness for that. Um, <laughs> so, so do you think, like, doing the self-employed thing, were you thinking about comedy then? Was it ever something no. new? So no. I was always told I was funny at school and always said you're funny, but I never really had... I wasn't very confident, and I think what helped me with my confidence was when in my teens was I played football and I, I was captain of the school right. team, actually, when I left. I was, yeah. wasn't bad at it. I've got quite short legs, you'll see. The, you find footballers have short legs, uh, the ball yeah. players, anyway. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so that helped me a lot. It toughened me up because I was a bit of a wimp. Right, yeah. I had blonde hair and like a choir boy face that people <laughs> wanted to punch you, you know. <laughs> and you remember them. And that's what they say about old age as well. They say, when you're old, well, I can tell you this now, I don't know, is there anyone my age in the audience near it? <laughs> no, anyone in late 60s then? Or this gentleman down here. I'm quite, quite impressive you responded with well, young. Well, this is the thing. Yeah, this is the thing. As you get older, your long-term memory gets clearer. Right. Well, so you so, remember the, the more distant things? Yeah, more, you can yeah. really see them quite clearly. I remember my mum telling me off quite a lot, which she did quite a lot. She was Italian, don't forget. And uh, the, I remember Viniqua, Italian, come here. I remember that as clear as anything. Viniqua, come, come here, you know. Yeah. She, wouldn't, she even fought against learning English when she first came really? here. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, so, <laughs> so you can't really live here and not... Oh, I'm getting depressed now. Oh, we'll move, we'll move. <laughs> move away from the fans. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So there you go. What was the first gig you did? What was the sort of step? On Can to I doing just it? tell you the last yeah. job I had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked at the Whitechapel Art Gallery. 
I was into art and stuff like that. And I, I was an invigilator. You know what that is? You sit on a chair and stop people touching the paintings. And, <laughs> but there was a few artists I knew and I worked there. That was the last job I had and I really enjoyed that right. uh, for the last couple of years. Yeah. And then I did uh, the punk gigs. Right, okay. Because when I first started, there was a band called 999. Does anyone remember them? Yeah, <laughs> yes. one or two people. They were a third-rate clash. And they, they, I did some gigs. I went with them and their fans liked me and I right. did a few gigs with them. And then yeah. eventually I actually did support The Clash in 86 and that was fantastic. I was a big fan of The Clash. Yeah. What was it like doing comedy on, to that sort of audience? Was it well, you, yeah, you, I got gobbed at, at the Lyceum. <laughs> <laughs> and John Cooper Clark did a lot of those gigs oh, as yeah. well. He came here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I d he did a lot of those gigs and they loved him. He's a real punk poet. I mean, he's brilliant, John. His poems are fantastic and he's great at telling jokes. He has, yeah, always yeah. has a joke between his poems. Yeah, he's he's brilliant. Yeah. Fantastic. And then the comedy store came along, you know, the alternative comedy. But I didn't really belong to that politically or anything. I just mm. did my... I just told little stories and perhaps the way I told told them i'm not in a rush mm. you know i'm slow it's like who's that bloke that runs around sweating he's oh lee evans lee yeah. evans now he's retired now but he'll come back he'll yeah. come back and he'll probably be in his 50s or something will he be able to sweat and run around anymore <laughs> he'll be able to run around he he's might sweat it. a lot yeah. i haven't got to worry about that i can carry on i can sit in a chair and do my act i'm all right you know iron lung or something no yeah. rush so yeah. I've, I've had it all planned i've planned it all out for Longevity, longevity, long yeah. longevity. Yeah. Long, is it jevity? Longevity. Longevity. Thank you. Get, get Susie, <laughs> is Susie Dent here? Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> I like Susie Dent. I like her. She's, She's great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the way you got rid of me quickly there. <laughs> Not about that. We're yeah, <laughs> great. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get on with <laughs> it. Sorry. <laughs> that was, I mean, was it doing the sort of stuff you did then? Was Did it feel quite brave against that audience? Because like... The late 70s, I know you had the alternate stuff, but the late 70s was quite, you know... But I had home. a guitar then as well. Oh, really? Yeah, really? I, I chugged away at some chords because I did like music. I couldn't sing. I knew I couldn't sing because I had a go at singing yeah. with a band at school and I, I knew, no, don't yeah. do that. <laughs> but I used to do these poems because I liked John Cooper Clark and I used to do some of those. Right. I remember one, the biggest laugh I got, I think, was... Uh, I'm waiting at the platform on the central line, I'm getting a tube, late night, late night tube. I'm waiting at the platform on the central line. There's a lot of noise around me, but I'm feeling fine. There's a drunk nearby pissing on the track. His eyes lit up as the voltage shot back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I remember that got me a big laugh, so I, I was pleased about that. But I, it wasn't me. Then I got rid of it one night at the comedy store. I went on the second arm, did some more, yeah. and I started talking. I think I did it. Uh, I didn't do that joke tonight about... We had, at school, we had a maturity test at the, the age of 11. We stood in a row and, and they'd look at you, what's down here under your arms, and give you a mark out of five for maturity. I'm not sure that's normal. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, we, and we had a very gay sort of headmaster and he often used to pop in to have a look round, you know, and stuff like that. But we just thought, what was that about, you know? But anyway, I got half out of five. <laughs> <laughs> That was the punchline, really. But that was, but it was a truth. It was the truth. Right. I try to tell the truth all the time, things that actually happen, you know. And get into some surrealism, because I like being a bit surreal and stuff, talking to pigeons. <laughs> I don't actually talk to them. I can, I can beak-read them. 
uh, a bus stop. I learned how to do that, and they were they were there, and I, I they didn't see me. I sort of just was looking at them. I thought I, I know what they're saying here. And they were talking about um, pointless, <laughs> <laughs> and they're mm. talking about Richard. You know, tall Richard. Richard Osmond. Yeah. yeah. Osmond saying that but he has to be he's dropped in by a crane <laughs> yeah. there's a hole in the floor for his legs to go yeah. and then they put the desk in front of him because <laughs> he's so tall you yeah, know so I learned that from them but <laughs> it's good to know <laughs> they knew they, they knew about that you, yeah you did pointless didn't you did you go on Pointless? I did do Pointless I hated it who were you with really? who was your who was the... Hattie Hayridge oh Hattie Hayridge oh, of course yeah <laughs> oh, let's get the two Hollies together, you know. Let's not. You know. yeah. And that, you know, and they asked me to do it again, and I said, "Yeah, can we do it with someone else?" Because I just thought, you know, yeah. they do. They come on, don't they? Usually, and you, they come back. They come back with someone else. Yeah. And there was nobody, anyone I suggested that wasn't to be. I said, "Well, that, that, don't worry about it," you know. Yeah. Really. Mm. But I, d I didn't really enjoy them. No. I like Richards, and I, and yeah. what's name Armstrong is just. You know, they're like, it's like a fucking robot, isn't it? But so, it's the thing, I used oh, to do, so nice. I do a bit of material about, at the end of the show, he ticks the air with his head every time. Yeah. And thank you very much, good night. And exactly he goes, I wait for it every same, time. He also does like he's rolling some sort of Play-Doh in between his hands. I, I spend too much time watching you these do. things. Yeah, you do. They end up doing like a bit where there's like a segment of about 12 clips of him ticking the air. On they the do so many, they, you know, yeah, and well, they, 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 yeah. they, they show us, they give us clues of that they're fucking bored with it, but good money, <laughs> I'm glad yeah. I'm here, you know. But yeah, he was coming. It went with some. He said, oh, I'm so sorry to see you go right, and all yeah, that. He just said, No, you're not. You know, <laughs> yeah. no one's died. Yeah, yeah. Still <laughs> getting the same money. You know, probably like the next. <laughs> this sort of period of his life is just a blur. Of just standing in that studio. Time, yeah. Just, How many yeah. shows do they do a day? It's quite a few days. I went to see. Oh it. yeah, they do a load yeah. a day. Yeah. I think yeah. I, I, I think you were once a pointless answer. Huh? But I think you were once a pointless answer on pointless. Or maybe you were low score. There was definitely. Well, that's not good, is it? I know it's not good. Who's Norman Love here? Yeah, yeah. Fuck is Norman Love? Just turn it on at that moment. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. No, it's not good, is it, really? But then, to be fair, I mean, they did one where they were identifying planets. It was a picture of planet Earth. Twelve people didn't recognise it as Earth, even though it had sea and South America. Who do they bloody ask in these things? Do they ask the audience to fill it? You know, how do they do it? I just don't I used to think about, do you remember Play Your Cards Right? And they used to say things like, we asked 100 chefs and a hundred... Oh, yeah. Like, really I mean, that's a lot of effort. hundred lifeguards just for one question. Yeah. That person doing the like, admin on that. Did terrible. you? Yeah. yeah. Who's checking that? What did, I, I don't believe they did that. No. I think yeah. they just picked a number. load of yeah. fake lies everywhere. Yeah, everything. Television, it's a lie. It's all I lies. mean, I, do, I don't watch Pointless at all now. I don't really? watch it. But I do love... Um, Was it The Chase, you said? I remember The Chase. Yeah. I love The Chase. I think, <laughs> you know, Bradley... Welsh is very, very funny. He's, oh, he's brilliant. He's brilliantly funny. And all the chasers are good. It's, it's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, we should, before we bring Kate on to join you, we should just briefly, of course, mention, I'm going to ask you this question. We've got a question here from... Just, just for the nature of the recording, just to say what we did during the show is we gave people a thing, they could tweet in questions. We got quite a few, actually. We did. There's quite a lot. I was just reading through them at the moment. So there's one from Eva Features. Give us a cheer if you're in this room. E Eva... Hello, hello. It's the woman with the blanket. There she is. <laughs> um, so this is my way into asking you about Red Dwarf. Norman, are you sick of being asked about Red Dwarf yet? <laughs> no. In your life. No. Oh. There we go. I'm very grateful to have got it because uh, uh, I was 41 when I, I got married and sort of had my children and did Red Dwarf as well. And at 39, I had a mild heart attack in Peterborough. 
and I recovered and everything. But I thought I could have gone then mm. and I wouldn't have had that at all. My lovely daughters and Red Dwarf and stuff. No, I'm very proud to have been part of that. I enjoyed doing it. And we've just done Series 13. We've done it. It's a one-off special and I'm in that. And uh, that went very well. So I'm looking forward to that. I think what's very so amazing is that one of the things you're most known for is the Everybody's Dead, Dave, and that was the first episode, wasn't first it? First yeah. episode, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it. I mean, it, I don't worry about that. I just said a lot of people do. The comedy audiences know of, of me, but yeah, I'm old now. There's so many young comics now. You just get forgotten about this, uh, how, it, how it goes, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but um, the Red Dwarf will live. A bit of me will still be alive when I die, for sure, yeah, with yeah, Red yeah. Wolf, without a doubt. And I might have Everybody's Dead Dave on my gravestone, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think you should. I always thought Back in Five Minutes would be quite a good one for a gravestone. Back in Five Minutes, yeah. No, yeah. not just me. I think... <laughs> no, no. Uh, People what, will be coming looking at the joke and, no, it's rubbish, Dave. What was it? Wasn't it uh, Spike Milligan? Yes. Had? I oh, told yeah, you I was ill. I yes. told you I was ill. That's that amazing. Right. I told you I was ill. That's the best thing <laughs> yeah. ever. Um, did, you know, did you know at the time you think that it was going to be a success? Was it obvious? No, no. No. No, in Manchester we made it. He just thought, I thought, this is very good. I like what, you know. Because yeah. I actually read for Rimmer. Did you know that? I read that one, yeah. Yeah. And when I was reading the stuff, I was going, I, did, well, I wasn't doing it, well, I just carried on reading it, but I thought, I'm not a Rimmer. You know, Chris is perfect for that, absolutely perfect. Yeah. But, and I thought, I'm not a Rimmer. And then they said, they wanted me to be in it somewhere, definitely the the, the writers. They'd seen my stand-up and they... they, they did the Holly thing. The Holly thing is like Hal from that film, I think. It's a voiceover. Yeah. I wasn't happy about that, but I got my own way, didn't I, in the end, and became visual. And that was me battling. So sometimes it's worth moaning about something if you believe it will oh, be... Oh, so you were just going to be a voice? Yeah, yeah, it was Without a voice a like Hal. Hal was just yeah. a voice in that oh, yeah. thing. That and then I had to read the Everybody's Dead, Dave, and the people <laughs> in the room were... Rob and Doug and the produ producer were just laughing. They were laughing their heads off. And I, inside, I'm thinking, yeah, this is this is working. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so. And it's like perfect for your sort of style of just yeah, sitting yeah, back on being it. a bit, yeah. you know, bit cheeky, yeah, uh, cantankerous, deadpan, whatever you want, droll, whatever. There's another yeah. question we had from Rachel Gerrard. Is Rachel Gerrard here? Oh, sod it then. I won't ask. Um, <laughs> has Norman made or thought of making a whole Sugar Babes covers album? Oh yeah. Because I don't know if you're familiar with. You. Oh, I didn't do it tonight. I usually do a Sugar Babes thing. So I, I do love the Sugar Babes, so the, the original, not the fake Sugar Babes. And, we, and I talk about it all. And uh, yeah, I do like. I mean, Mucha's voice. I just think her voice is unbelievable to die for. You'd have to go back to. I think on our previous podcast. Or one of the times we've interviewed you before, you've talked more about that as well. So, you know, if a you reason to go to, back and listen yeah. to other interviews. If you I like to, um, Lana Del Rey. I do like yeah. a lot of... Uh, and uh, Ellie... The, uh, uh, what's his name? Billie Eilish. She's amazing talent as well. But And, and Mabel, the girl... Mabel, yeah. yeah. Bless, yeah. She's good, isn't she? Yeah. Mabel. But Lana Del Rey, I mean, she's... Oh, I hate to... I hate to upset her, but I mean, <laughs> she's frightening, isn't she? But but her, she's such a great songwriter and stuff. Yeah. She was in a, an episode they did a, you know that murder in Successville. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She's in there. <laughs> the person who did a copy did a copy of a real. Oh, it's so funny. You should watch it. I, I can't tell you which series or which episode, but it's so funny. It's the one with one of the, uh, um, pussycat dolls in, Kim. Not Kimberly's. Um, Ashley Wyatt, is it? Yeah, Ashley Wait, Wyatt. Ashley Roberts. Ashley Roberts, you mean? Yeah, no, yeah. not Roberts. No? No. Oh. Wyatt. 
Kim into Wyatt. The Kimberly Wyatt. Kimberly yes. Wyatt. Sorry, I, I, I'm not familiar. <laughs> I, all I know is that I, I don't like the lead singer very much. I don't know. She's frightens me. But, <laughs> huh? She's what? <laughs> What we'll have to do is we'll, we'll dub you into this later. We'll call you back and we'll do a whole... <laughs> thing. If you want to... You should come up here. No, Try and watch really that episode it. anyway with, with uh, Kimberly Wyatt in it and uh, you'll see Lana Del Rey. It's hilarious. Very funny. I was going to say one more thing before we bring Kate on. Yeah. Sorry, Kate. We did a thing together with Michael Barrymore, didn't we? Yes, oh, we yeah. did, yeah. We did a, a reading of a sitcom thing that we wrote. Yeah. Um, 2013. And we're still here doing this, so... It went well. didn't work out. Um, but wasn't he good and like nice and nice and man? Yeah, he yeah. said to me, "Oh, you're one of the new ones." I said, <laughs> "I said, how old are how yeah. old are you, Michael? Yeah. What, what, what did I say? Well, how old was I then when we did that? Uh, oh, 2013, 65, so. 66. Yeah, yeah. And he was 62, was I? Right. And I said, I'm four years older than you. What do you mean I'm one of the new ones? Yeah, yeah. But he was right. I mean, I know what he meant. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was a lovely man. It was very yeah. sad. And there was a programme on about him later. Yeah, there was. Still yeah. going on, the father wants to know. And, you know, wouldn't we like to know the actual truth? It's just like flack, isn't it? Her, you know, there must be what, what caused her to take her life. If you've got so many friends, boys and girls, all loving you, it just shows you you're still lonely, that you can take, you're so lonely you can take your life. It was, you know, yes. it's weird. Sorry, I'm, I'm, de- I'm dug a bit deep there. <laughs> well, no, no, but it's true, you know, it's, that's the thing. And actually the funny thing, which we should have said earlier on, we're raising money for Mind, the mental health charity tonight, because I think a comedy club is a good place to sort of bring up that sort of thing. Yeah. Because yeah. You know, people well, talk. most comedians are fucked up anyway. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> it's true. Well, they it's are. True. They true. are. <laughs> you know, you, you just. We're all going. Yeah, we yeah, are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, it's a weird thing to do. Want to do. Yeah. And, and uh, but it, it's it an acceptance. It can be very thing, therapeutic, yeah. I find, as well. You get things off your chest and stuff. I quite like that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, main thing is to be funny. And I touch wood. I, I still seem to be able to do that. So. Long yeah, may it last, that's what I say. Definitely, yeah. Um, anyway, let's, let's see it for Norman Love it anyway. Thank you. We could literally, we could talk to Norman all day. Really. Yeah. Like, so, I yeah. could talk all bloody you, day. That's <laughs> the trouble. Well, I was being polite. But it's yeah. part of the reason we moved the, the podcast on the stage. We my, daughters, so my daughters tell me off sometimes when I'm out with them that I talk to people, strangers and stuff, and, and I talk to young people and kids. I love kids. And you just think, oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> pervy, you know, you just think, well, I'm not, I just love kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think when babies uh, you get a smile out of a baby and they've got blue eyes like mine and they think, like, so I haven't got any hair, they think I'm an old baby. <laughs> so there's some connection there. <laughs> <laughs> We've got someone... The taxi's here, so oh, okay, Norman, taxi. Norman has to leave now. Norman's off. They're, he's flying out, instead. Yes. It's tight time. It's time. Taxi, out. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear for Norman Lovett. Thank you. Thank you. Leaving the building. Cheers, Norman. Thanks. Don't, don't, don't die. On Nearly fell down the stairs. Oh. And now we'll keep things moving. We're going to bring on our next guest this evening. You saw her in the first half. She's fantastic. She's worked with just like everybody who's good from Victoria. Did you just look at the CV? It's ridiculous. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Kate Robbins. Thank you. I just heard. <laughs> I just heard the end of that. Norman saying, "I like children. I'm not a perv." Yeah. Yeah. Where do we go from here? We, we don't know how to say. We have to edit that bit out. Hello. Hello. Here we are. Here Hi. we are. 
Hello. Like my shiny trousers. You're very, you're very, very showbiz today. Very showbiz. Yeah. I feel a bit sort of underdressed in the I jumper. made the effort, you see. I, we just no, don't, did. really. Mm. No, we don't. Um, I mean, sort of like an obvious question to ask you, but your family is just full of performers. Full of what? P performers. <laughs> performers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really bad start to the interview. Yeah, yeah. But do you, would you say... It was an obvious thing for you to do. Was it a natural thing to do? Was it sort of expected or was it... I don't well, know. my dad was a performer and my mum was a McCartney. So that was quite... <laughs> so it was a sort of a performing thing in her yeah, genes. Yeah. So I suppose I was just... I was always destined to be a show-off, really. Yeah. Um, we're all show-offs. I mean, if you want to get in our family and you want to marry somebody in our family, you have to audition. Yeah. <laughs> 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 No, I think, yeah, we're just, I mean, we've all, we've all we were all looking at, um, we've all been in, you know, the series Heartbeat. Do you remember Heartbeat? Oh, I saw this. Yeah, yeah I saw this one. It was like, I've been in it, my brother's been in it, my yeah. sister's been in it, her husband's been in it, Emily's been in it, my daughter. Is like, it like the Nolans in Blood Brothers? They've just all been in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit like yeah. that, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but, you know, and people say, oh, it must be fun in your house on Christmas Day, <laughs> singing around the piano. Yeah, that's exactly what we do. Really? really? How annoying, yeah. <laughs> well, it's nice, I think. But yeah. no one's got a proper job, you know. Right, yeah, yeah. So. It's like managing to be a child forever. Just yeah. Enjoying mm. yeah. Um, and you've, I mean, you've done a lot of things. I've been around, kid. <laughs> and I mean, I've, I've even written the word polymath down. I looked Aww. it up. What, what is that word? Do you know what? I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take that. That's a nice word for me. I, I like that. I've it never been called that. A person who's really, really good at oh, okay. a number of different things. Like you, Glenn. Like you. Thanks. See, in Thanks. the States, they like it if you can do lots of things. They yeah. like it. Tracy Ullman said to me years ago, oh, come to the States, because you know, when she went over there, she got her own series. She said, they like it if you can do impressions, you can sing, you can do a bit of everything. Yeah. And in this country, it's not so much. You get labelled, mm. you know, impressionist, mm. yeah, yeah. or you're a singer. or you're, Do you know what I mean? I started mm. out as a singer. Yeah. But I was always pissing about in the wings, <laughs> making yeah. people laugh. And so that's how, yeah, that's yeah. basically how I became to do, how I came to do comedy. Like, I mean, when you look at, I saw a clip the other day online and it was Bruce Forsyth and Norman Wisdom doing the thing, you know, Saturday night as I'm playing. It just, I mean. The, I saw that. I know, like Bruce Norman Forsyth, Wisdom was like the most brilliant drummer. Insanely yeah. And a good. clarinetist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Bruce yeah. Forsyth's on like some accordion yeah. as well. It's like the level of talent. And, and I play know. drums, you know, and right. I, I, it's like, my kids go, oh, mum, no, don't. It's like, I would never do that in, in my show, do you know yeah. what I mean? You right. look, like, a bit embarrassing, like, and now I'm playing drums. It's like... <laughs> but it's great. You don't have it? to show everybody what you can do. No. Hmm. No. Well, it's like, I mean, because I'm a musician as well as, like, a performer. I, I've sort of got pockets of things where, like, some people know me as a musician, and that's mm. quite nice. Yeah. And you can go somewhere else and do acting or something yeah. and just have that... But, you know, yeah. doing voiceovers and, and, and impressions for most of my life has been fantastic for me. Mm. And one woman said to me, she said, are you still doing spitting images? <laughs> and I said, uh, no, it's finished. And she went, oh, I bet you're pleased, aren't you? I said, no, it was a great job. I really enjoyed that. And she went, I don't know how you pulled all them faces. <laughs> 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 Nothing like the general public. Hang on a minute. No. <laughs> great. You think I'm a puppet? <laughs> yeah. There you are. Terrifying. Didn't, like, most of your family do voices on that? Did I read that, or was that a lie on Wikipedia? No. Or did you do most of the lie. female voices? Was that, was that I the did thing female originally? voices, I did the Queen, did you sometimes all... Thatcher, oh. sometimes Mother-in-law, but mostly Stephen Allen. Uh, Mother-in-law? The Queen oh, no. Mother. The Queen Mother. Mother. <laughs> Remember the Queen Mother? They had her as a brummy going, I'm a German. Oh, she talked like, she talked, spoke like Beryl Reid, you know, because she looked a bit like Beryl Reid. <laughs> um, yeah, Were you on good. the chicken song? Did you? 
I sang the, the yeah. I'll just, so I have actually been on a number one record. Yeah. Hold a chicken in the air, stick a deck chair up your nose, fire jumbo jet, and then bury all your clothes. Paint your left knee green. And something. Oh, what is the rest? Say your name is Keith. Yeah, and I was, and my husband's name was Keith. Well. That was embarrassing, but there you are. But that, that for me, I know this probably dates things, that was at my school discos, mm. junior school. That was the one I got up for. Do you, I, yeah. And do you know what? They told us to take uh, a fee of a couple of hundred pounds for that. Right. And they said, there's no point taking a percentage of the royalties. It'll never sell. It was oh. number one for three weeks. Oh, no. Damn. <laughs> it was, but I'd be by the sweets, not doing Then that song I'd be on, I'd be up. <laughs> yeah. Mine was Cotton Eye Joe, but I think that was... But that's like, you, were, you were an adult then, Grant. Well, no, you know, t- 12. <laughs> strange, strange. Still, it's not as good. Um, but I also did the voices on Eurotrush. Did uh, anybody do you know? Oh, hang I on. was going to bring that up. Yes. I, see, it was my idea. I got a format fee for this. All right. Nobody knows that, but I did. It was my idea to make the German man who wants to wear nappies because he gets off on it, <laughs> yeah. to make him sound like a Cockney or to have the woman who mm. was um, a bit of a pervert make her sound like she was from Newcastle or whatever. And uh, it started because they said to me, this is the film, it's a woman doing porn and she's a, um, a Parisian housewife. Can you do Parisian? And I said, well, yeah, I can do French. I said, but she looks like she's from Essex. And I remember <laughs> them saying, well, how would that sound? So I sort of did like that. He said, you know, I like talking like that. And and then it just caught on. So yeah. I had people sounding like Les Dawson. <laughs> I had weirdos, bus conductors who used to like um, using shit to tile their bathrooms. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> do you know when they did that article? There was a man. There was a man. He was a bus driver. He was German, and he liked tiling. He liked tiling his house with human feces. Oh, we all do, don't we? Yeah. And um, the crew, the British crew, wouldn't do it, but the Germans did it. Right. <laughs> I think about the German. I'm just saying. That is. They that didn't is... mind the smell of it, but the. the you know. Can we cut really? that bit out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we so that was such good fun, and yeah, yeah. I remember mm. my, one of my kids coming with me because I had, they were ill or something. They had to come with me because they went to school and and they were sitting there like going, "What is mummy doing? And this film is really horrible." It was just <laughs> yeah, not not something you want your kids to see when well, they're six. But we were saying again, like like the school disco thing. Euro trash was quite sort of crucial in our growing up phase as well so. yeah but it's embarrassing when you're talking about it now on yeah. stage but yeah it was it was like the the, the porn of the that was all there was yeah, wasn't it all. before the internet was yes. yeah big. so yeah. that was it if you it was, was sort of like i'm, I'm coming out to bed soon mum yeah 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 it was <laughs> it was it was it was the, the, <laughs> the guilty pleasure of watching slightly rude films but yeah. i think but the fact the, that i did comedy voices on all the sexy people that's what makes it it burst the bubble of it being anything other than just yeah. daft, really. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I hope so, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah, the other thing I want to ask you, and I think this is quite extraordinary, really, because you wrote the theme, Surprise, Surprise. And I don't know how anyone else feels about that, but to write a song that everyone just knows, mm. like, it's just there without even having to stretch for it. Well, do you know what? Thing. I was in Holland once, and this bloke said to me, and I went, sing that again. <laughs> and he went, huh, I said, how do you know that song? He said, there's a programme called in Holland. I said, I didn't know that. So I didn't know that ITV had sold the format, but it also... Sold the song. No, but not just that. I didn't know anything about it. And the man 
who was the Silla Black, hmm. used to sing and he claimed the song as his at the end, written by, That's and his name no. was on the end because I saw them in those days, it was VHS. Right, they yeah. played me the VHS and I was like, and we got seven years of royalties from it. Really? Wow. Yeah. So that's the, is that the retirement fund? Or? Isn't that... Yeah. People just steal. That's incredible. People yeah, just yeah. steal. Yeah. And they, they try to get away Awful. with it, you know? Yeah. If it wasn't for that man singing it at you, you know? If he hadn't gone... Exactly. exactly. <laughs> You'd never have... <laughs> um, We'll look at some of the questions we have to send through. Yeah, just through. So, how did it feel to have finished third in Eurovision when we were all still talking to each other? <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> Very good question. Do you know what? When we came third at Eurovision, we felt failure. Really? Now we'd be thrilled, wouldn't yeah, yeah. we? Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, it? it doesn't happen, does it, now? You don't get anywhere near that. No, you thing. don't. And, and there was sabotage backstage and everything. There was somebody, really? I remember seeing somebody trying to spill red wine over somebody's white lycra bell bottoms. It was. Um, <laughs> what, just. It, just sort of catty. Well, just, just before you went on stage, because it was live, you know. Oh, right, it was yeah, all yeah. pretty scary. Really? Where was it at? What country were you? The Hague. It's a bit, bit, bit harsh. <laughs> bit war, harsh. Crimes. Yeah. war crimes. Yeah. Like, like it was on trial, yeah. yeah. How, how did that come about, you doing it? Was it just... Uh... I was just um, singing for lots of various artists at the time as right. a backing singer, yeah, yeah. and I was recruited to go and audition for a Eurovision group. Right, OK. I still have... I need therapy still for the dance routine. Really? <laughs> Is it available online to oh, yeah. watch yeah. your feet? It was oh, just... Okay. They put me in this minimizer bra, which <laughs> squashed me down, so I looked flat-chested like the other two girls, one, one of which was my sister. The other was Sally Ann Triplett, who is a big West End star now. And I... They never quit, really got them down, but... The thing is, they've got to go somewhere, haven't they? So when I lift, <laughs> so I'd lift my arms up like that, and there'd be great big lumps. <laughs> that's why we came third. Is the thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got a question from Bailey Barker, I believe. Bailey Barker. Bailey, yeah. Oh, Bales. Yes. It's about three Bailey Barkers. Yeah. Ask Kate to do an impression of her hairdresser on the phone. I know. <laughs> okay, I know. Sorry, nobody else knows this woman. That sounds like her. <laughs> and she's over there. Is she here? Yeah. Oh, is that... I know, Kate, don't tell me about it. I know. She was the one who... You were telling us we should promote more. It was her. Yeah, <laughs> this is it. You didn't know you that. You ring up, she goes, hello, darling. I go, I haven't been in for ages. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like a sort of Les Dawson character. That doesn't seem oh, to match up with no. you. No, she's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, inevitably, uh, I'm a big Paul McCartney fan, and you're related to Paul McCartney. Mm. And also, you're on a couple of my favourite Paul McCartney songs. I brought them. Did with you bring me. them? Oh, you did. I brought them with me. Amazing. Because yeah. I thought I'd just prove it. He doesn't go bragging about no, me, you know. You know. <laughs> he doesn't. Get, I'm related to Kate Roberts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, again, this is like the childhood. This is press to play. There it is. Oh yeah. 1986 or five or something. I'm singing on that. Yeah. And only love remains, which is a really lovely yeah. song. I was going to because you recorded um, at his studio. At Oh, yeah. Is it the one in the windmill? Yeah, I remember he got us stoned as anything. But... Really? <laughs> yeah, that's Macca. That's, that's... Was it? I couldn't answer. I'm just going Did, along with it. What was it? What's it like? I mean, obviously, because he's a relative anyway, so someone you know. Doesn't do well. it anymore, by the way. Doesn't get stoned anymore. No, I, I, yeah, I read that, but yeah. But uh, oh, just for the record, he definitely doesn't. No, get he doesn't. Stoned. He doesn't. His new wife won't let him. Oh, no, really? No. Or was that the previous wife? Or the... No, that Heather. No, well, Heather. Don't. Yeah, let's not go Coming there. Coming up, let's not talk. <laughs> <laughs> Heather's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> was, what was it? What's it like working with him? I, I mean, imagine he's quite 
quick at things because he's the sort of person who doesn't really... Well, he would be if he wasn't stuck. Well, if so, yeah, yeah. Good point. <laughs> no. yeah. Um, well, you've got to understand, I grew up with hearing him play a piano and singing around a piano. It's, yeah. You know what I mean? It's quite, it, I didn't feel... Um, I was more in awe of uh, Eric Stewart out of 10CC. Oh, yeah, because he's on that album, Because he was, he? he was... I was like, ooh, I'm singing with Eric Stewart. I was quite pleased about that. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't take any notice of Paul, really. <laughs> and was, it, was there a point when you sort of, I guess because he was always around, but you sort of realised the figure that he was seen to other people? You know, is it the fame he was? Uh, well, when you're from Liverpool, everyone says they're related to the Beatles. When, you, when I was little. <laughs> so you literally are. Yeah, and, I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, you wouldn't even tell anyone because everybody no. used to say, oh, I'm related to one of the Beatles. It was just mm. the thing in the 60s, you know. Yeah. Um, but actually being, I mean, I did have a friend come home in the lunch hour once when Paul and John Lennon were in my mum's kitchen and she fainted. <laughs> <laughs> Well, when I say fainted, she just went, ah! <laughs> you know. But um, and then I sort of realised the impact that was having on other people. Uh, mm. But you know, he did actually give me lots of really good advice. And he really? said to me, because I was writing songs at the age of fifteen, and he said, "Your songs are great." He said, "I want you to go out there when you leave school." I left school at sixteen. He said, "Go and do gigs," and I was like, mm. <laughs> oh, "Can't I just be a you know pop star?" <laughs> he said, "No, you've got to go and do gigs. You've got to learn to sing live." Mm and learn to how to be with the audience. And actually, it was great advice, yeah, because yeah. I did do that. Yeah. I mm. sort of did my apprenticeship, if you like. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So he, he was really good at, with advice. And also, he said to me, you know, when people meet Paul McCartney, you know, they all say the same thing. I know this is a terrible thing to sort of say, but <laughs> they all say, thank you for the music. That's what people say to him. Mm. Right, yeah, yeah. And he said to me, I have to pretend I haven't heard that before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Because those people saying it to him, it means such a lot to them. Yeah, it's yeah. affected their life. And they say, hey, man, thanks mm. for the music, you know. Yeah. Paul always goes, that's okay, man. Great, my pleasure. Mm. And I just think, good, he's been doing it for how many years? Well, like... He's been saying it for 50-odd yeah. years without looking how bored you... at saying it. I think that's a measure of... I think I'd have person. to have a badge going, please don't say that for the <laughs> yeah. music. That's yeah. what Ringo does, I think, isn't it? Oh, Pretty Ringo, much. yeah. <laughs> but, you yeah. know, he's such a good fella that way. Mm. And he's always said to me, if you do ever get any fans or people who appreciate you, they are your rent, your mortgage. They are, they are the mm. people who keep you going mm. so always have respect for them and I, to be honest and i've instilled that into emily a, a bit mm. as well i think it's not a bad thing to teach people you know people that are too rude about people who come to see them do you know what i mean yeah, yeah, like there's yeah. a lady here tonight you know come, come down from cheltenham to see me i've never met her before we've mm. met on twitter yeah yeah she's come two and a half hours to come see me and i mm. really think that's lovely Definitely, yeah yeah and the funny thing, like with us, sometimes I get suspicious when someone likes us. You like, yeah, with us it's more, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that can't be right. Can't yeah, it, yeah, sure, yeah, no, yeah. no one likes us. No. Yeah. But yeah, nice. Yeah. Well, with a surname like Dogging, oh, it's not Dogging. Dog, dog, dog. Hey, you know. <laughs> sorry, I've been there. Sorry. Just bringing back the childhood trauma. It's fine, you know. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, dogging. I've got quite a big dog, and I'm very aware of walking around. I'm Dog and Fgrave. It's just a weird. But it, <laughs> then I remember no one, no one knows who I am. So that's all right. No, it's fine. They don't really. But that's just, um, actually, what's it, what's it like? I mean, again, because obviously a lot of your family are performers and your, your daughter's an, an actress. And so, what's it like seeing your child doing that, knowing what it's like for yourself? Is it, is it a good thing? Is it a... um, I'm very wary of... I'm watching her mm -hmm. to make sure her mental health is staying OK, especially yeah. with what happened to poor old Caroline Flack, God rest yeah, her soul. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to bring that up, but I think yeah. it's quite an important thing to say. Yeah, yeah definitely. She was a contemporary of Emily's. People were talking about Emily replacing her on Love Island when she got arrested. And I was like, oh, mm. I don't really want her. Oh, I don't, it's like poison chalice, you know, like. Mm. And 
Emily's been very upset about it, and as we all have, yeah, yeah. but as a friend of hers. And I think you have to watch them because, honestly, the trolling has mm. got to stop. Mm. Yeah. No, I, I made the mistake of looking online, mm. on the Mail Online, at oh, some of the comments. <laughs> the comments when they're not moderated. Yeah. Oh! I know, it's extraordinary. I mean, I went on I went on the jungle to greet my daughter when she was in, uh, what's it called? I'm a celebrity. I'm a celebrity. And I went in the jungle to greet her as a mum. We cried. You know, I hadn't seen her for three and a half weeks. Longest I've ever not seen her. Mm. We cried and it was like... And then I looked online I thought, what do people say about me? Somebody said, oh, the state of the mother. Just, <laughs> they have a point. <laughs> a root's coming through. They said, a root's coming through wearing ripped jeans. Who does she think she is? <laughs> That's and I thought, gosh, I, I never thought... No. I'm not no. saying I'm beyond criticism. I'm just saying... I didn't think anyone would have a go about me no, no. with me roots showing through me ripped jeans. I thought it was trendy. <laughs> I think it's just such a but hard thing. But it was thing. mortifying. Yeah, yeah. And also, you know, Emily's very good at not looking. She says, Mum, I don't look at anything like that. But mm. And she's a very bright girl. But I don't want her to... I, I'm, I want her to have success. But I honestly, as a family, we keep her down to earth, mm. I can assure you. Yeah, yeah. She mm. went to the Brits in an ASOS dress. That was I saw this on um, Instagram. It was £40. Yeah, pounds yeah. And she looked amazing. And somebody said, I can't believe you're in an ASOS dress. She went, £40. And Emily went, it's actually gone down to 19 quid today if you buy it online. <laughs> so, you know, she's got her feet on the ground. And I think because it's the thing, if you're in a depressed person and you seek that out, you're kind of seeking verification how you feel about yourself. So yeah. it's such a terrible um, thing to be in. But it's, I, yeah. Well, not a terrible thing to be in, but it's, I just don't understand why do you do Hang it. on, I don't know how old you are. Do you remember... 38. So you remember life before the internet? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you remember what it was like before when you... My kids were asking me, how did you mix with your friends without the internet or phones? Mm. Mm. So you waited at home by your phone in <laughs> yeah. the hall, yeah. didn't you? That's it, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. And it was like, so-and-so's ringing me at six. All right, where are we meeting? I'll see you then. And I said, you weren't flaky. You did. You stuck no. to your guns yeah. because yeah, if yeah. you didn't, you'd never see anyone. That's yeah. It. Yeah, yeah. So people were less flaky. I'm not saying that is a good thing, but mm. we we just we, it's hard to imagine going out now without being able to text somebody, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. Really, yeah. even really, I'm yeah. caught up with it, and mm. I, I sometimes long. And Emily said when she went in the jungle, I'm speaking on behalf of my daughter now, but she said the most glorious thing was having your phone taken off you. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And she said, I felt like a child again. Mm. I slept at night. Yeah, yeah. Like, a, like, you know, she said, it was joyous. Mm. She said it was... Uh, and then, of course, when she got her phone back, she was like, oh, I'm never going to go back on it as much as I did. <laughs> <laughs> she only speaks to me with um, uh, audio messages now. Right. I can't deal with those. My friends do that, and I can't. Because like, you do it in public situations, and you have to go play and then listen to it quickly, otherwise oh, right. they yeah. might say Well, she does it when I'm at home. It's like, yeah, yeah mum. I go, whatever. <laughs> So then, then you can have your shower and then... Blah, 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 blah. And I go, actually, should we just ring each other? Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Rather but Martha than and Emily, it. my daughters, they go... And my son says as well, they go, Mum, nobody rings anyone. Mm. That's just so old school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit so like that, because I've only just started using WhatsApp. And I just, yeah, I don't... Oh, I like the way you put an emphasis on app. WhatsApp. WhatsApp. I say, <laughs> I call it WhatsApp. WhatsApp. I think it's the capital oh, it's WhatsApp, a. WhatsApp, isn't it? WhatsApp. WhatsApp. It's my uh, William Shatner in Listen, I've got to yeah. be on Good Morning Britain. No, you oh, have to go, yes. I, wanna, I just want to say one thing, though. I, I just... Um, it strikes me, uh, ha Emily, having someone like you as a mother is a perfect and wonderful thing, because she... I mean, personally for me, I've been going through a difficult time with my mum as well, and you've been very, very supportive. 
Oh. Unnecess- un- unnecessarily so sounds negative, well, but yeah, I mean, no. and that and that's such a nice th- and that that feeds off you, it feeds off what you do. But you know, I I was brought up to just look out for other people, and and mm. I think I hope that the one good thing that has come from Caroline's passing is there is a hashtag which is it, it sounds a bit cheesy, but I think it's quite nice and it's be kind. Yeah, and yeah. I think our mums brought us up to do that, didn't they? And we've yeah. just forgotten how to do it, so. Yeah. Yeah. I think just having a few minutes to spare with somebody who's got problems isn't isn't a big deal, you know. No, exactly. I hope my kids do the same. I know <laughs> my dear friends are here tonight, my friend Graham, you know. I, all my friends are caring people, and mm. um, that's what your friends are, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, and you look. <laughs> <laughs> I know! <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a, as good a time as any way to think. Yes. Kate Robinson. Thank you. Thank, Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for staying here for this uh, social experiment. Let's hear it for our lineup tonight with Norman Lovett yeah. and Kate Robbins. Yeah. We'll be back next month with Arthur Smith. See you around. Have a good month. Thank you Thank very you. much. Cheers. So there we go. That was Kate Robbins. Certainly was. Yeah. And Norman Lovett. And Norman Lovett. And our first, our first live interview on stage. And, and I'm looking forward to doing more. Really? Yeah, I am as well. I think after, after getting one under our belts, our collective belts. Um, Metaphorical belt. Yes. Um, I, I'm really looking forward to doing another one. The, the, it's just a case of when, isn't it, really? It is. That's, that we're not in control of that, unfortunately. That's no. down to Boris Johnson and all his wonderful cronies. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, the next one officially is supposed to be with Arthur Smith, but obviously that's subject to when we're allowed out of the house again. Yes. Um, But in the meantime, there are plenty of episodes you can listen to, uh, our old ones from five years ago and more um, in various places. You can hear them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, from my garage, if you come round, I'll just put yeah. on a ghetto blaster. We've just Um, um, sort of gone through and refreshed everything. That doesn't mean we've re-recorded them all, because that would be... A long and very expensive task. And, um, and a waste of time. A bit like when they did Psycho. They made a shot-by-shot shot remake well, of Psycho. This is what it. was the point? What was the Why point? Why would you do exactly. that? Yeah, exactly. Literally, a sh- just copy the video, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. Ridiculous. Yeah. But we, uh, no, so we didn't do that. But what we have done, we've kind of, uh, we've moved over to a different provider. So you can now hear us on Podbean. So if anyone listens to their podcast through Podbean, uh, you can uh, find us at doggetnfgrave.podbean.com. Uh, or like David said, or all the other places that people listen to their podcasts. And if you're really stuck, go to mostlycomedy.co.uk. You'll find them there and also links to various other places of them there as well. So yeah. you've got no excuse. And you can hear people like um, Phil Jupiter, Catherine Ryan, Sean Hughes, Richard Herring. Uh, Paul James Daniels. Lancaster. Paul Daniels, yes, yes. Our last our last one. It was, wasn't it? And an awkwardly he's passed away in the interim. So let's, I don't know if we're cursed or, I, I, you know. Does yeah. that mean that anyone else who is thinking of being on our podcast might think again? Uh, yes, that, basically, that that's, that's yeah. the warning. Yeah. But but yeah, so um, listen out for that. Um, and also, um, we'll hope to have you back for a new episode soon. Yes, I yes, keep indeed. speaking very highly at the end of. Yeah, I don't know. I like the way you're going up. I feel very bassy and very resonant today. That's because you're I think, sexy. I think it's a, just it's sexy a, is what you're trying just to say. Generally, yeah, sexy. I think I think it's more to do with tiredness that's, yeah. <laughs> that's making me feel <laughs> this way. But uh, that's to do with 24-hour childcare. But we won't go into well, that one right there now. There is that. Whereas my voice is slightly higher because this is the room I store my helium in. So. Oh, I see. of course, of course it is. Yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. yeah I, it's just free in the room, you know. And I just have to shut the door pretty quick. 
anyway, so yeah, that, that was that. That was our first uh, More Than Mostly Comedy live podcast. We'll be back soon with another one. Uh, stay well, stay safe, and we hope to see you soon. We do, yes. High-pitched again. <laughs> Thank you very much. Bye for now. Bye.